by what it looks like. We don't go by what it feels like. We don't go by what they say. We go by what the Word of God says. And on this Thursday, we choose to thrive. God yeah. has seen it fit for us to be in the land of the living on this morning. Yep. <laughs> we are here to triumph. Yeah. I love what you call it, triumphant Thursday. <laughs> We're here to triumph over any circumstances that hit our life. Mm. How do we do that? Through the blood of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We overcome by the word of our testimony mm-hmm. and by the blood mm-hmm. of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. So if you want to overcome any situation in your life, mm-hmm. you first got to take ownership mm-hmm. of the blood of Jesus yes. Christ. You had it says, I am blood bought. Mm-hmm. I am redeemed. Mm-hmm. You got to take ownership. Yes. Ownership means you know. You have experienced mm-hmm. God's power in your life mm-hmm. through salvation. Because outside of salvation, you won't have the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember in the Bible, Pastor Dad, mm-hmm. when the disciples realized that what Jesus was telling them mm-hmm. was going to come to pass. In John chapter 14, give me that. They now realize <clears throat> that's why he has always told them, that he was going to go back to the father. But everyone, yeah, 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 yeah. But now the, the reality coming. And 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 John chapter 14, he says, Let not your heart, your heart be troubled. Because if you believe in God, you don't have to let your heart be troubled. He says, I go to my father, but I'll send you what? The comforter. That will come. Mm-hmm. So, listen, beloved, you on this, Thursday, on this uh, triumphant Thursday can overcome to what? Mm-hmm. The blood of Jesus Christ and the word of your testimony. Mm-hmm. Do you have a testimony this morning? I have a testimony. Jesus Christ is my redeemer. Mm-hmm. And in troubled time, my heart, is settle down. Let not your heart be troubled. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're talking to somebody who's heart yeah. in trouble this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, uh, Joseph have every reason for his heart to be mm-hmm. what? Troubled. Troubled. But mm-hmm. Joseph understood the color of red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He understood the color of red. Color of red is redemption, mm-hmm. the blood. Mm-hmm. When you see the red, blood represent mm-hmm. blood, redeemed. Being justified. I love that. Go ahead, Pastor Dad. Yeah. So we're just going to pick up. We're in the book, The Robe of Many Colors, Obedience Overcomes Obstacles. Get a copy of the book. Yes. You can get it where um, any books are sold online, all the major retailers, The Robe of Many Colors, Diana Robinson. And we are in Chapter 10, Red, The Color of Recompense, Because He Recovered All. So yesterday we were in um, Genesis chapter 40, verses 1 through 8, and we were talking about Joseph's time in the prison when he began to interpret the dreams of the butler and the baker. So I'm on page 75, and I'm just going to read from the book, and then we will get into some conversation. Joseph accurately interpreted the dreams of both the butler and the baker. The butler was given a word of restoration, but the fate of the baker would be death. Joseph petitioned the butler in Genesis forty fourteen, but remember me when it is well with you, and please show kindness to me. Make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house. 
the butler was restored and did not make mention of Joseph to Pharaoh for two whole years. Thankfully, God is not a man, therefore he cannot lie, and remained faithful to Joseph when he was forgotten by the butler. In lieu of allowing disappointment to set in, Joseph kept practicing his God-given gift of administration in the prison as a vision helper to the keeper of the prison. Pharaoh had dreams that troubled his spirit. Pharaoh called for all the magicians of Egypt and all its wise men, but they were unable to interpret his dreams. Suddenly, at the opportune time, probably thinking he might gain stature for himself, the butler made mention of Joseph to Pharaoh. So Joseph had did that for the butler. He interpreted the dream. He said, you'll be restored. And Joseph asked him, hey, I just helped you out. Can you just remember me? when you come out but it says that the butler did not remember him (laughs) for two whole years so Joseph sat in that prison for two whole more years we got to get that but he did not allow disappointment to set in at the opportune time he was called out to Pharaoh how many of us would get bitter there Mm. and have a real reason to be bitter Mm -hmm. Joseph said, I have a reason to be bitter. Think about it. He and the butler was in prison. The butler have a problem. Joseph solved the problem for him. And said, hey, man, look, this is the key. You're going to be out of here. But I'm going to be still in here. And I want you now to return that favor to me. You think this guy, the first thing he do as he got out, he would... Says, you know, there's a guy in prison. He's a great guy. King, he's the one that helped me out so that I can come to serve you. Because I have a dream, and he told me, if he didn't give me all that interpretation, maybe I'll kill myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he didn't remember him. But he didn't remember him. But God remembered him. But God is a God of Mm -hmm. recompense. Hence, mm-hmm. that's what this chapter is all about. Mm-hmm. God is a God of recompense. Mm-hmm. He will pay. Yes. And he always pay good. Yes, with interest. <laughs> yeah. I, every, every time I study this characteristic or nature of mm-hmm. God, Jehovah Gamola, yes. the God of recompense, recompense. I always says yes, and he pays good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Genesis 41, verses 12 through 14. Now there was a young Hebrew man with us there, a servant of the captain of the guard. And we told him, and he interpreted our dreams for us. To each man he interpreted according to his own dream. And it came to pass, just as he interpreted for us, so it happened. He restored me to my office, and he hanged him. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon, and he shaved, changed his clothing, and came to Pharaoh. So Joseph was shaved. This removed the appearance of time and signified the redemption of time. His clothes were changed. The shaft shed for the harvest. Joseph was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, 13 years after being sold into Egypt as a slave. Joseph's life is proof of Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine, Do you see a man who excels in his work? 
He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Joseph was put in the prison by Potiphar, but called from the prison by Pharaoh, a higher-ranking authority. What appeared to be a demotion was preparation for the promotion. So that scripture right there, Proverbs 22, 29, need to write that down today, put that on a sticky note, put that in your work area. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. So when you do all things with excellence as unto the Lord, you will be brought before kings. We got to get that. You will not be in front of uncommon men. No way. You will be brought before kings. When you truly do things with excellence, that means that you're doing it as unto the Lord. Yes. You're doing it as unto the Lord. No matter who on this earth is giving you credit for it, you're doing it on Um, to God. And when you do that, when you operate with that standard of excellence, you will be brought before kings. It may not be in the timeline that you may expect, but at the opportune time, at the time of recompense, you you will be brought before kings just as he was. Pharaoh, Pharaoh was over Potiphar. The person who put him into the prison was Potiphar. Pharaoh is now a higher rank. And Pharaoh's about to instate him as over all of Egypt. When he was in Potiphar's house, he was just over Potiphar's house. But now with Pharaoh, he's going to be instated as over all of Egypt. So it may have took a little bit of time, but during that time, he prepared himself. Because you never know what's coming. You never know what opportunities are about to present themselves. And if you're not prepared, you're going to miss it. If he wouldn't have been prepared, he would have missed it because he was called out. Suddenly, he shaved. Suddenly, his clothes are changed. Suddenly, he's presented with these dreams that Pharaoh had, and he has to be able to prove now or give the interpretation. Come on. So he didn't have time to prepare. We don't have time to get ready when it's time for us to be ready. So during this time now, this is preparation time for each and every one of us. Because when an opportunity comes, you have to be ready. If an opportunity presents itself and you would, they say, oh, well, you have to have a bachelor's degree for this opportunity. And you never got the bachelor's degree, but you could have. Yeah, you can't go out and get it at that particular yeah, time. Yeah, the time's passed. Or yeah. somebody in your company where you work, somebody retires, somebody gets promoted, somebody moves on, then now there's an opening. You have to be ready for it right when the opening comes. They're not going to hold the job for six months for you to get ready. Or hold it until you do four years of college. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be ready. When opportunity presents itself, you have to be ready. You got to be quick. <laughs> they're going to sit and wait four years. Okay, go get your bachelor. You'll get, you'll come back and work. No, they just pass you on. It's like the vir- It's like the ten virgins. Mm. Yeah, yep. five of them well, were wise mm. in the sense that they prepare for mm. when opportunity knock. They would have oil in their lungs. Mm. The other five virgins says, "Okay, we don't have to get it all now. We wait. Mm. Later we'll get it." Mm. Well, when the bridegroom came. And says, yeah, open up tonight is the night. Not tomorrow. The five who have oil in their lamp, light their lamp on mm-hmm. God. The five who didn't have it says what? Give us some of your oil. Mm-hmm. Say, no, you have all the opportunity 
to get your own oil. Mm -hmm. So what did they do, Pastor Dye? They went out to get it. Mm -hmm. When they get the oil and they come back, no shot. Yeah. Too late, too mm -hmm. late, too late. Teaching that, too yeah. late. So many mm -hmm. people are, are, are in the group of too late. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a step too late. <laughs> a step too late. Mm -hmm. Find himself in the group of too late. Mm -hmm. And all foolish means is refusing to accept instruction. So they were then labeled the foolish versions. Yeah. They refused to accept instruction. So at the time where it was open, where they were able to go buy and sell, they were able to go get the oil, they refused the instruction. Yeah. They procrastinated. They refused the instruction, and therefore they were titled now foolish. foolish. And we don't want to be titled Foolish, we want to be titled amongst the wise. And in order to gain wisdom, wisdom comes from knowledge, understanding, and applying and doing. So then wisdom then, that's like the top level. Knowledge is like your baseline. Understanding is like, okay, I see how I could use this. But wisdom is I use this and I know how it works and I know now when to do this and when to do that and what works the best for each situation. That's wisdom. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You're listening to WMIE. Coco, Merritt Island, Melbourne, Titusville and the Beaches, 91.5 FM, as well as W272BA, Coco Beach, Vieira, FM 102.3. Is it true? This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts... Now, Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program on this beautiful June 18th. It's a Thursday. We're glad you uh, have joined us here, taking time to get into the Word of God together with us. That's what Morning Breath is all about. We're a drive-time devotional devotion that is sure to jumpstart your day. We do it by reading a chapter of the Bible. We read one chapter, uh, begin to think about, pray about the chapter, pray about what God's saying to us, speaking to us individually. Uh, and then also corporately, because uh, what's really cool is if you can read it and then tune into the program, uh, see what you saw, and then kind of see what God's showing uh, myself and my co-host today, I think it all kind of helps build that into our lives in a little bit more permanent sense. My co-host today is Pastor